Good morning. Are we all all right? I always, I always like to ask that when I start, because you're never sure. People are polite. They always smile anyway. Okay, so this is the third... Hello, everybody that's watching uh, Facebook Live. Uh, this is the third and final talk. We've been in a short series, haven't we, on the idea of waiting on God. Um, we've heard some really great talks, I think, from Carl first and then Adam, or Adam then Carl, sorry, on the benefits of that, um, how to help ourselves when that feels a little bit frustrating, um, how we can find vision in those areas. And so today I want to finish up by just looking at why that's important to wait on God and practical tools. What can we actually do while we're waiting? Where is this all heading and how we can uh, feel a little more comfy while we're sat in the waiting room? Now, I've got the youth in today, which always blesses me. Um, now, I got myself a new Bible. I'm a little bit worried, guys, because this it's looking like it's going to drop it over. Um, have any of the youth got a paper Bible with them today? Just the one there. You've got two? Right, guys, I saw somebody do this, a great friend of mine, and uh, I just thought, do you know what? They deserve this. Do you want to come get some chocolate? Because I think, you know what, we should be applauding young people. You don't need to applaud them. But I think if you're bringing a paper Bible to church and you've got notes and you've got highlighters and it's like your guide, then I want to reward you. So, guys, do you want to come grab some chocolate? This pained my daughters to give this away. Where are you going with it, mummy? I had to reassure them that there's more in the cupboard. There you go. So you can chomp those. You can share them if you want to. There's no judgment if you don't. Okay. So... My title on the screen, um, well, for those of you that know me well, this might make a lot of sense to you. Uh, for those that don't, go with me. Um, so, Waiting on God, and I've called this Lessons from the Studio, so you will uh, know why as we go through. So, can I have the next slide, please, guys? Thank you. So, this should be a little verse from Lamentations, and I was looking at this, and I just, it's Lamentations 3, uh, verse 25. It should come up behind me. It says, the Lord is good to those who wait for him. The person who seeks him, it is good to wait quietly uh, for salvation from the Lord. Yeah. So let's be encouraged that as we wait on God, what we're doing is often a good thing. Um, how many of us know that our perspective is not often God's? Yeah, he has a different perspective to us. Um, I'm sure we all know that our timing is often not his timing. Okay, uh, I, wish, I wish mine lined up better, um, but I don't enjoy waiting very long for things. Yeah, I'm okay at delaying things if I know that they're definitely coming, but sometimes I like a little bit of reassurance on the way. So I'm hoping that I can provide a bit of that for you today, a little bit of reassurance on the way um, and how to unpack, how to keep moving with God this morning and his Holy Spirit. Okay, so can I have the next slide, please, as well? Thank you. This is another good one that I was just kind of going over as I was preparing this. So Galatians 5, verse 25. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. And this is one that I'm going to base our talk on this morning. So it's this idea of waiting and staying in step with the Holy Spirit as we do that. So we're waiting on him, we're listening to him, because how many of you know that waiting is working? Yeah. And uh, waiting always works. Yeah. So waiting is working. And you know what? It always works. So when I was thinking about which scripture to use, I just felt I was worshipping. I just felt God give me a little picture. It doesn't happen to me often. Um, but have this in your mind as we go through today's message. It's of two people moving. They're dancing together. They are in step with one another. 
Now, for those who don't know me well, my background is that I'm a trained dancer and a choreographer. And uh, so I spent large chunks of my life in a studio waiting, uh, kind of rehearsing, refining and learning what it means to look carefully at somebody and to copy their steps. And then to be part of a larger group, so today it might be a church body or your family or a friend, and staying in step with somebody else. It's quite a skill to be able to do that. And it's an even bigger skill, I find, to do that and automate it. So a lot of the time when we're learning to walk in step with somebody like Jesus, like his Holy Spirit, um, we have to kind of watch every step until we know and we can see the nuances of how that person's going to move. Yeah, but I think it's a beautiful thing when that starts to become automatic. And so I'm going to hopefully give us some some tips today as to how at least I find that easier to do. So I felt God lead me back to some of the principles of my time in the studio, hence the title, Lessons from the Studio. How to move in a partnership to maintain a relationship with somebody in a sequence of movement. Not only to learn... Oh, thank you guys. That's a bit early. Is that okay? Um, Can you go back to the previous one? Oh, that's that's okay. Don't worry, I'll go back to it. That's all right. It'll give you a little taste of what's to come. Um, Yeah. So what it means to move in sequence with somebody, to learn steps that are not only created for you, but are created with you. Yeah. And what it is to learn how to move with somebody well. Now, the video's coming, don't we? Um, (laughs) Yeah. So the idea is that often, that's really great, isn't it? But often it's only really great if you've got a good teacher, So I was blessed to have some amazing teachers in the studio, yeah, they were so good, and they would correct me, and they would tell me if I'm going wrong, and they were very easy to follow 70% of the time, 30% of the time they were off doing their own thing, I had no idea what they were doing, but for 70% of the time it was easy. So I just wanted to play you a little funny clip um, about what happens when it's not very easy to follow your teacher. Off you go. You're really sweating. Class hasn't even started yet. I'm just a little jittery, man. These instructors, they don't mess around. Can't be that bad, right? Check them out for yourself. (laughs) Hey. Are you ready? Is it there? 
You don't need to go to the next slide, guys. If you just pause it there, that's awesome. Oh, that's a really awkward pose. Anybody that can't see that on Facebook Live, the Bieber is not in a great position there. Um, so, yeah, I have a bit of a soft spot for Justin Bieber, yeah? If we believe what we hear in the media, he's a Christian now, and he's putting some pretty good tweets and, and Insta chaps out there. So have a look, guys, if young people, if you don't already. So how many of us know the importance of waiting on God is learning that we need to stay in step with Jesus? Yeah, um, often it's a little, hopefully it's a little bit easier than that. Yeah, but I believe me, I know what it's like to be uh, performing and uh, have no clue what they're going to want you to do next. Yeah, we used to dance at the one event. And uh, for those of you that know, I love that the Holy Spirit leads us in worship. That is so great. But um, praise the Lord for those little cue screens in front that tell you what they're going to sing next. Yeah, because sometimes it goes way off. You've got no idea. You're scrambling around there trying to find the next move. Now, I use the John Ortberg book with our kiddies. Um, if you don't know it, it's a great one for children. And mum got it for them. And it's called Your Chooser. And it's the idea that the Holy Spirit is inside us and it acts um, a little bit like a chooser, helping us make good choices. And it's a good choice to, churn, to learn to uh, choose the character of God, to learn to flow with his movements. Yeah, because flow is never forced, is it? By its very definition, when you move and you dance and you want to stay in step with somebody, flow is never forced. And if we're having to force that, let's, let's have a look at where we are. So I believe Jesus moves closely with us, that he leads us in steps and directions. And I love this. I just feel that they're orchestrated by the heart of heaven. I love that. You know, so even if we're in a season of waiting and it feels quite uncomfortable or even frustrating, the bigger picture by the bigger choreographer is being orchestrated by the heart of heaven. And I love that. Now, in dance, so much of learning to stay in step is through rehearsal, repetition and refinement. Uh, just like in real life, there's often a lot of sweat. Yeah, there's often a lot of tears. Yeah, so be encouraged today. Hard work is, is OK. Waiting is working. Yeah. OK, so you learn to mimic your teacher and you tune yourself to be in line with their movements. Often you don't see how it works together. Yeah, you don't see the bigger picture. You just see your individual part, your individual steps. So to encourage you, I just felt it was important to remind you today that if you feel like you're just seeing your small part, if you don't see the bigger plan and it's a little bit painful, yeah, youth that are in, if it just feels like hard work where you are at the minute, trust that there is that bigger plan. Trust that he's orchestrating a bigger, better one for us. So waiting, there is purpose in this, yeah? And it's about uh, learn how to fall in step with Jesus and learn how he moves. So what I want to do um, is give us some little pointers, as I said, and then I'm going to finish with five little steps. Not physical, you're okay. You don't need to get up and move with me this morning. Um, I'm in heels, so I'm not going to be moving this morning. Um, but yeah, so can we have the next slide? So I just felt that this was quite important. Now, how many of you guys know that preparation is absolutely everything? Yeah, I'm sure you can repeat it after me, that if you fail to plan, you plan to... Okay, right, so I thought... When, you know, I was waited to be a mum, I was dead excited. For anybody that's ever organised a kids' party, oh, lordy, preparation is everything, right? Absolutely everything. And so I was like, do you know what? It's India's fifth birthday. She lives frozen. I am going to smash it. I'm going to be so prepared. This was the vision, everybody. The Elsa doll cake was the vision. I'm just going to say that. Okay, so... The best times in our life, birthday parties, exam results, wedding, did any of those things happen without preparation? Did anything good in our lives that was worth waiting for happen without 
Pinteresting it or praying about it, which is obviously a better thing to do. Um, I don't do the former ever. Yeah. So when we have kids' parties at our house, Ad will testify it is epic, not because we throw the best ones, but because it takes a lot of preparation and effort. So I decided that I was going to be the mum that makes the cakes. Okay. Some of you are looking at me like, been there, done that. Yeah, not, not great. Not an easy... No, Jen's with me. It starts off great, doesn't it? And it always ends up in tears the night before, if you're me. So I um, went to the ballet class talking about being prepared. Uh, this, again, was the vision. Uh, so I'm showing this to a mum who's a really good baker at ballet. She says, Lid, it's totally fine. I will lend you, like, a cake tin. And basically, you, you know, you bake the cake in the cake tin. Remember to grease it. Okay, yeah? And then you stick the doll in at the end. You whack some icing on. Bob's your uncle. Everybody's happy. And I was like, how hard can it be? Next slide. That hard. Um, it is that hard. So this is the. Um, this is not the vision. This is the reality. Um, I prepared. I did not plan to fail, but as you can tell. Uh, one of my best friends comes to our congregation. She is an absolutely living legend, Frances Duke. And I called her and I went, you know me really well, right? And she said, yeah, babe, what's up? And I showed her the photo and she went, oh, lid. And um, I went, she went, but you're a really good baker. You make ace cakes. And I was like, keep talking. Um, so I'm currently in my car on the way to Tesco's. And um, I'm not a big drinker, but my man knows me well. And he went, Lid. And you know how somebody really focuses and they look at you in their eyes as they're talking to you because they can tell you're on the edge. And uh, he went, Lid, you're going to go to Tesco's. And I'm like, yeah. You're going to go buy a frozen cake. You're going to go buy some wine. I'm like, yeah. And he went, and then you're going to come back and it's going to be fine. Now, do you know what? It was okay. Um, I wasn't the mum that baked the cake. Nobody cared. Just to relieve you all, nobody cared but me. Um, Frances looked at me as I handed it out and she was going, fine. Um, but I even made cupcakes to go with it. I carried the cupcakes. They smashed on the floor as I was giving the cake to the kids. Do you know what? Preparation is everything. Okay. So if we can have the next slide. I'm going to give you um, a little quote. Now, this is by an author that I really love. Her name is Charlotte Gamble, and she organises, amongst other things, um, the ladies' conference that they have. Liz, you know this well. We've been together. And uh, it's called Cherish, and it's in Leeds. So she talks about preparation. In fact, I'll put it on the screen instead. She talks about preparation being worth it and waiting being worth it. So I've taught lots of young people in my career as a teacher who want the results of waiting without the discipline. Yeah. So uh, yes, in short, yeah. And in dance, because it's lessons from the studio today, no discipline means no improvement. No decent muscle mass is built without rehearsal. So I'm just going to break that down. No spiritual muscle is made without the waiting, without the preparation, yeah? Um, I heard somebody say recently, and I don't mean to be controversial, that often when we wait, God gives us a vision. But if we have a vision with no plan, because we've had no preparation, then it's a fantasy, yeah? So God is able to give us that plan, but it needs to be the wait that it happens in. Can you just bring up the next one? There's going to be two, great. So Charlotte says, when you are in the stages of preparation, don't hold off the celebration get excited about the work that is helping you reach the place next one where you want to be thank you be excited about the power of the preparation and expectant as you stay disciplined so discipline and preparation 
Okay, so it helps us when the tempo changes, when the pressure amps up for performance, you are ready. So if we could have the next slide, please. So waiting is preparation. Now, to dance, it is often said, like creating music with your body, you make a symphony visible. I don't really play any musical instruments. Um, Ad will testify, I'm actually blessing you right now by not being in the band today. Yeah, I'm genuinely blessing you. No, nobody needs to hear that. So to achieve excellence is the goal of most people, but to get there, you need to be willing, don't you, to take direction and correction. And while we wait, are we willing to take that? Is God crafting a vision for us? If you just press again. So I've put down here, preparation and discipline equals spiritual muscle. I think while we wait, one of the things, if we're able and willing to take God's direction, to listen if he maybe corrects us gently in grace, truth and love, are we able to take that and turn it into spiritual muscle? Yeah. So whenever you dance, you prepare, you get ready for the performance. But if you don't have that kinetic muscle, if you don't have that kinetic energy, if you haven't got it memorised, if you haven't asked God for the plan, often it's, it doesn't result in a great performance. Yeah. So the preparation and discipline is important. It often refines us into something beautiful, yeah? But to do that as part of our daily lives requires discipline. So I do lots of travelling with my job at the moment. Um, for those of you that, that know me, uh, Sarah Belcher and I, can you imagine us in a car together? Yeah, oh, lordy. Yeah, Pete's going, actually, no. Um, Sarah has this beautiful, if you're watching, hi, babe. She has this beautiful ability to join the dots, yeah, for people. She connects people to God and people to life and to each other in a way that is a God-given gift. Um, and I also have a less spectacular God-given gift of being able to talk about jam and then the president within like two seconds of each other. In my head, there's a natural link. So put Sarah and I together and uh, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. So I've been listening a lot to podcasts on my time and uh, I just, I love this idea. I've been listening to ones and waiting from God because waiting is working. It's an active thing. We need to be ready, don't we, to move at the appointed time. And it reminded me of this. Can I have the next slide? So are we willing to be teachable while we're waiting? We've talked about preparation. We've talked about direction and correction, producing muscle that allows us to carry the vision and allows it to actually see through. So teens, you are teachable in school, but are you teachable for God? Bit of a hard one, that, isn't it? Okay. So what I want you to think about is this. Um, yeah, this is a harder one for me. Okay. So um, I did a dance degree and as part of my third year course, a little silly story for you, um, tree one, uh, we got a professional choreographer to come and she did a tour with us around lots of local theatres and it was great. Um, but it was a lot of hard work. Um, there was lots of formations and in dance, it's a little bit like football guys, a little bit like netball, any sport. You have different formations and you have different roles within those formations. Um, and often if you move at the wrong time, the whole rehearsal had to grind to a halt because everything was off, all the timing was off and you had to go right back to the beginning and start again. Um, and that happened daily. And it was sort of eight, nine hour rehearsals with sort of half an hour for your lunch or whatever. I, I honestly have never been so tired in my life. I could not put one foot in front of the other genuinely at one point. And we rehearsed for ages, ages. And my role at one point was to stand. And I had to, while I was standing, I was waiting, obviously, but literally my job was to wait. Yeah, And I had to count in my head, because if I got the timing wrong, you tell where I'm going, can't you? If I got the timing wrong, all the other facets of the group that I was in, all the other parts of that performance were off kilter. 
yeah? They were literally off kilter. And what had to happen, thank God he doesn't do this in real life with us, but literally everybody would have had to start again. So it was quite a lot of pressure. But how many times do we actually realise, Threshold, that our job sometimes is to wait? Waiting is our job, literally, yeah? And we need to stay in step with the Holy Spirit. I believe we need to kind of count the moments, make all the moments count, because if we move too soon, it's almost as though God was giving us a, a series of a story and he's like, Lid, you opted out in episode three. Had you waited till episode 10, you would have got the conclusion, you would have got the bigger picture. So it's, it's disciplining ourselves, yeah? So what I've put, if you just pop it up for me. Great. So direction and correction equals refinement. Yeah, and can I have the next one, please? Okay, so waiting is working on the next one, please. Great. So positioning and purpose means that we're poised, yeah, which is really important. So waiting helped me know when it was my turn to move. I'd position myself to be ready. In that routine, I positioned myself to be ready. And I just felt this reminder as I was doing the preach. Are you positioning yourself to be ready to move when we need to? Are you poised? Yeah. The repetition meant that the steps became ingrained in my kinetic memory. I automated them so I wasn't knowing what, I wasn't thinking about what to do every time. I was thinking about how to do it. Okay. And so when God gives us a vision, when he gives us a plan, I think it's really lovely when we are positioned and we're poised and we're ready. Yeah. And we're kind of knowing that our job is to wait and our job is to receive from him. But actually then when we're ready to move, yeah, are we positioned well? Do we now know what he wants us to do and now that the detail is working out how he wants us to do that? Okay, so I wanted you to think, guys, when it's time to really move, will the principles that we learn in our waiting period be so ingrained like they were for me in performance? Are they going to be so ingrained in you that you do them automatically? Yeah, is it in your kinetic, your, your memory? Yeah, okay, because the more we wait, the more it becomes part of our routine. Yeah. Now, my movements looked okay by themselves, but the full effect was only visible when I was in relationship with others. Yeah, I just want you to... I'm dropping lots of nuggets, I know. That was lots of little points today. I felt there was a lot I was given, so I'm just trying to be obedient with it. But yeah, it often works well when we are in relationship with others. Okay, so staying in formation, regardless of what happens with the virus that's around, staying, like Pete and Joyce said, connected to each other is really important. Yeah, okay, really important. So we want to see things come to fulfilment and waiting and staying relationship or in step is key to how to do that. So I have talked a lot yeah, about waiting on God being like studio time. I've kept it deliberately quite brief this morning yeah, because I wanted to give us time to be able to respond to it. Yeah, the relationship and the closeness we develop with God when we wait on him can be a little bit like a dance, can't it? Two figures moving. I want to be in unison with God. I want to be in step with the Holy Spirit. I want to be teachable while I'm waiting. I want to be able to accept yeah, and react well to direction and correction. I want to put myself in the right position. Yeah, I want to try hard. It is hard for me. I want to try and live with purpose so that at the time when it is my time and I see, I see the dots move, yeah, I see God's plan come into action, am I poised and am I ready? Have I been listening to the counts? Have I been keeping with the tempo? Am I in step with him so that I'm poised to move? So I felt him drop to me and I was telling uh, Ad this and uh, I hope this connects with you. Um, I, yeah, I really hope this connects because when I was going through it, I just felt God remind me of five safe, bizarrely, five safety points that I used to teach teenagers um, for over a decade in dance about how to move well and safely with somebody. 
Um, so hear me where I'm going. So these are five key things that I thought were really important for us to just have in our brains take away. If they resonate with you, feel free to screenshot it or note it down. Yeah, the next one. Thank you so much. Okay, first one. So... This is a key thing. I told the youth this story before, um, and uh, it's probably worth sharing again. I don't mind embarrassing myself. So when we do contact work with somebody, when we dance in unison with somebody, some of the best duets are the ones where they lift. Taryn, as trained as a dancer, um, she's here with her little daughter, Solly. If she was here, she would be like, yes. Um, You have to really trust the person that is lifting you. Yeah, really trust. Um, teens, I was watching youth a, a docu-series, the first one, and it's called Cheer. It's on Netflix. Um, and this is the kind of random thing that I do, guys, when I've got like an hour at home, which is never. Um, but yeah, I watched it. And they do loads of tumbles and turns and somersaults. It's all gymnastics. Um, Caitlin, you'll be well on this. And they said the key thing is that you have to absolutely trust that person because if they drop you, it will hurt a lot. Yeah, And so the key principle that I was taught and that I taught others is you have to believe you can be lifted. Yeah, you really need to believe you can be lifted. And so um, I did not believe that I could be lifted. Um, youth, you might remember me telling you, um, true story, I was training and there was loads of us. There's about 25, 20 of us in this class. Um, some of them were absolute professionals. They'd literally danced with Darcy Bustle. They had signed shoes, everything then there's me yeah but we were stood in this circle and I'm already intimidated like you know the idea of somebody running towards me saying catch me is like my worst nightmare Um, but that's what we were asked to do and so the person that was running towards me I could see it before he even said my name uh, was a guy called Graham Graham went on to become a professional dancer Graham was like well-built guys Graham was muscly I was not and um, so Graham's like running to me and he's like lid and I can see it in his eyes and the teacher's looking at me going anybody can lift anybody you can be lifted you can be lifted and I'm like okay and you can do the lifting that was the that was the kind of the technique so Graham starts running towards me I don't even know how he was going to approach me um I just knew that I was meant to catch Graham however he landed and like Graham weighed at least a third more than me yeah like at least a third more than me and uh, so Graham's running 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 and uh, everybody's like you know brace yourself Uh, I did not brace myself I just went like this yeah and uh, Graham basically shot straight past me um I think he caught himself in time he walked afterwards which is always encouraging um but yeah so basically Graham was like Graham was gone but I didn't believe that I could lift him and I didn't believe I could be lifted because I've got long arms and legs and it was just something in my brain. I just didn't believe I could be lifted. And I felt God remind us this morning. I never want to claim I speak on behalf of God, but it was, do you guys believe you can be lifted? Whatever the circumstance you're in, whatever you're waiting for, whether it be something corporate that we're waiting for as a church or whether it be something in your personal life, do you believe that God can lift you in it? Do you believe that you can lift it, that you can carry it? Yeah, because he wants to tell you that that's possible. Yeah, he wants you to walk in step with him so that big things look smaller. Okay, next one. I also used to tell young people uh, that they need a stable base and a strong centre. So if somebody jumps across your back or jumps on you and uh, you've got your hands on your knees and your knees are together and they run and they shout, lid and I'm like yeah and they're like I'm gonna go okay great and they run and they jump over your back if your knees are like this you're gonna go like that and you're just light as a feather you're gonna be knocked down so I just felt God remind us today stable base 
He talked about planting your feet, hit with the part, hands braced across your knees because it's the strongest position, yeah? Are we in a strong position? When we're waiting, have we got a stable base? What are we rooted in? What are we standing on? Yeah, what is your centre? If we cut you through the middle, what would it say? Yeah, it's a tough question, isn't it? But strong base and strong centre. That's my little time. They're telling me I've got like two minutes. Okay, so centre ourselves. Next one. Feet first. Okay, so this is interesting. Psalm 130 verse 5 to 6 says, I wait for the Lord. I wait and put my hope in his word. Are your feet planted in the word of God? And this is a real challenge to me as well. Yeah, where are your feet planted? It tells us in Ephesians, doesn't it, that peace is the good news that we can put on our feet. So in times of coronavirus, I'm talking to myself here, in times where we are in a season of waiting, career-wise, family-wise, church-wise, health-wise, finance-wise, where are we putting our feet first? Yeah, what are we doing? Samuel 2 verses 22 to, um, and verse 3 actually tells us that God is a solid rock and that he is firm and immovable. Yeah, it remains stable while we wait, even when we have our hands on our knees and we wane. Okay, next one. Okay, so protect the head. Obviously, that's where our brains are. I'm not going to lie. I believe that like 90% of the young people that I taught have one. Yeah. Some of them, it's like it disappears. Um, You know, the lights are on, but no one's home. (laughs) So um, Gareth's looking at me like, you've never had that this last week, have you? No, not at all. Okay. But protect your neck and head. In other words, protect what's important. There is a lot of media information that we're being bombarded with at the moment, isn't there? But we don't need to pay attention to all of it. Yeah, so protect your head, protect your thought life, put on the armour of God. Um, If we are what we eat, what are you filling your mind with? Yeah, okay. And then last one, please. So this is called have a spotter. Now, in dance, when you do anything quite difficult, um, it's always helpful to have somebody stood beside you the first time you do it to make sure that you don't drop somebody on the head, basically. Yeah, or that you don't break a bone. Now, in life, I think each of us are doing quite difficult things, waiting being one of them. Yeah, coronavirus being a massive one of them. Have you got a spotter? I'm looking around and I'm seeing multiple people that spot for me in the room right now and I am beyond grateful for each of you. So who is looking out for you? Who are you allowing into your circle of vision? Yeah, when you're trying hard things in life, when you're waiting, who is there to catch you? Who is your spotter? So those are my five things today. Yeah, Um, I've taken about 25 minutes, um, but... Yeah, the the point there is that those five things are really important when we're waiting. To have our feet planted, to believe that God can lift us and use us however we are. Yeah, to put our feet first in a good, solid word. Yeah, to protect our head and what's important and who spots for us. Okay, so I've just thought of a few little things that we could respond with. There's just one more slide. Okay, there we go. And look, there's dancers. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, stable base, strong centre, protect the head and keep moving. So are you somebody that needs a bit of prayer today or when we respond um, to Jesus and to the moving of his Holy Spirit, do you want to say, Jesus, I want to keep in step with you, but I don't feel my base is that steady at the moment. I don't feel like my centre is that strong. I feel like a lot of what I'm hearing in the media, a lot of what's going on in my life, a lot of this waiting process that we're in, I'm finding it really difficult to stay stable. Could you come and be my rock, please? Could you come and be my, my counterpoint? Do we need to protect your head? Do you need to protect your head? Yeah? What are you allowing to speak into your life? Who is the biggest voice in your mind at the moment? 
Is it your teachers? Is it the media? Is it COVID-19? Yeah, whatever it is, let's be making sure that that's right. So if you want to pray that or have others pray for you, I'll pray for you. That would be great. And finally, let's keep moving. Waiting is not stationary. Waiting is working. Yeah, and waiting always works. Okay, so... Guys, if we could have a little bit of worship, please, just so that we could kind of close this up. And if anybody does want prayer, I would love to pray with you. Yeah, I'd really love to pray with you because it's important. So I'm going to pray. And then if we could have some worship just so that we can think about what we've heard, that would be lovely. So, Father God, thank you so much that when we wait, it helps us keep in step with you. Thank you, Jesus, that you position us and you give us teaching and direction and correction. Thank you, God, that waiting is preparation. God, would you help us to take on board those five things? Would you protect our heart and mind, Jesus, at this time? Would you help us be positive? And uh, would you help us keep moving so that we flow? It's not forced. We flow when we automate in step with you. Amen.